Welcome to GeekCast Live, a production of Violent Press. It's a trap! Welcome to this episode, which I'm pretty sure is number 423. I'm your host, GCR, and with me, as always, Rob Bass and Cartoon Joe. So there's a cool thing that happens, and it should happen more often. We have guests tonight, and what? I'm pretty sure there are original guests. The guests. I'm pretty sure you're correct. They were the first guests. This is probably the fifth or sixth time they've been on the show. Should be more. I've put one of the two of them in my will. They just don't know which one it is. We are joined tonight with the attempted murder. Our best podcast friends in the world. ASAP and Mark from Wayward Raven. Hey, what's up? Yo, yo, yo! God, you guys sound good, too. New mics? Uh, new AirPods. Oh, new nice. AirPods. I have a funny, I have a very funny AirPod story, if you'd like to hear it. Actually, oh, I, you know I would. It's actually not that funny, but I'm going to tell it anyway. <laughs> so we had, uh, Worldcon was in Chicago this year. Mm-hmm. And I brought my AirPods with me because I like to listen to a little stuff before I fall asleep, right? And uh, I came home and I didn't have my AirPods. I figured I just left them at the Airbnb, which I kind of had like a pile of shit in the corner. And that was like because I got there later than everybody else. So I didn't have a bedroom or a bed. I slept on the couch. And so I just put my shit in like a pile. So I figured, you know, they probably fell out of my bag. They're underneath the couch at the Airbnb. I'll get a hold of the Airbnb guy and say, hey, did you find some AirPods? Could you look? He says. I didn't find any. I called my cleaning lady and she didn't find any either. And I'm like, well, fuck. I just lost a pair of AirPods. A friend of mine, you know, you can track that stuff on your phone. Oh, yeah. I I didn't know that. (laughs) I don't know why. I had no idea. So I go to, like, find my devices and my AirPods sure as shit are in Chicago. Nice. But But they're, like, five blocks away from where the Airbnb was. So... I figure someone has my my AirPods. I'll never see him again. No big deal. I mean, a big deal, but what the fuck? They're AirPods, right? Yeah. Yeah. A medium deal. The new AirPod 3s come out. AirPod Pro 3s. Mm-hmm. Just released. They came out on September 23rd. And I'm like, I use these things every day, especially during harvest where I can like drown out the combine noise and listen to... I don't know, the Alex Jones trial. Sure. A book, whatever. So I buy a new pair. I feel like that's the thing you shouldn't listen to while operating heavy, heavy machinery. <laughs> the Alex Jones trial? Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, the, the, unless you want to end it all afterwards. Yeah, I would say unless the, the sheer suicide. That's like murder suicide, it. isn't that? It kind of, yeah. yeah. It's at least suicide by cop. It's agricultural murder suicide. <laughs> well, 
That's our first show title. Let me write that down real quick. <laughs> agricultural. Uh, get to the thresher. I'm actually going to go with agricultural <laughs> attempted <Ooh>. murder <laughs> suicide because that would be apt with our guests. I like but it. I'm just sitting there waiting on the uh, the combine to need me. And I say, you know, I'm going to check to see where my iPads are. I'm just going to, like, follow my old iPads in some weird fucking angsty fit of sorrow until the person who fucking now owns them, you know, throws them away. And somebody's <laughs> in Pendleton, Indiana. What? Okay. I was just in Pendleton, Indiana. <laughs> so I'm looking Today at I learned there's a Pendleton in <laughs> I'm looking at it and all of a sudden it switches from Pendleton and it says like the dot is right on top of me. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going on? I look in my Arctic little backpack cooler bag that I brought with me to Chicago. Sure mm-hmm. as shit, what's sitting in the fucking bag? My AirPods. <laughs> nice. So now I have my old AirPods, which are perfectly fine, and a brand new pair of AirPods. And I feel like a card. You are, but that's fantastic. Nice. Like I said, it wasn't funny. I was just an AirPod story. <laughs> oh, I think it's hilarious. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> what a waste of fucking time and money. Proud of you. I'm an idiot. Anyway, enough of Life my yapping. In the 21st century. Uh, how is everybody? Tired. Dude, awesome, dude. Tired, but awesome. Looking forward to NYCC tomorrow, man. NYCC, it's it starts tomorrow, yeah. Yeah, yep. of course. Alex and I have been there for two days already, but that's another. That's you what know. you're supposed to do, I think. Yeah, you get you get two days worth of setup, and then you know. What are forty two sixty one? We are uh, up on the show floor. Yeah, that's four two six one. Mm-hmm. What are Order you guys going to shame us into coming and just helping you run your booth? Do it. Like now? That would right be now. fucking awesome. Yeah. I'm Listen, definitely. I, I have an extra badge if one of you guys wants to, like, I don't know, fly out tonight. <laughs> I figure if I leave Hurry. now, it's got to be 13 hours. If I leave now, I can be there at yeah. 10 o'clock in the morning. If you do tell me that you are coming, I will bring a hammock so you could take a nap at our booth. I just I would like to sleep in the back of the booth, like in view of the public, but just <laughs> like people would be like, so what's going on? I'd be like, oh, he's just a tired guy. So, I, I'm just I'm just going to go out on a limb and say American Airlines has a direct flight from Indianapolis to LaGuardia. It takes maybe two hours. It's super easy and it's cheap, and I've done it a couple times. So, I mean, but it is LaGuardia. Yeah, I'll so. send an Uber. I'll send an Uber to LaGuardia for you. How about that? Oh boy! Listen, no wait. You don't need one. My brother's a cab driver. <laughs> uh-huh. Even, better. Even better. Your brother's a. Cabbie? You'll get the full. Yeah, you'll get the full New York City experience to have a angry Greek driving you. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to do that anyway. Hey, do they still have the this? Would, I should actually I might use you to get him on our show as a guest. My brother. Oh, my Last God. Time I was in New York in the backseat of a cab. There was the uh, the uh, the taxi passengers bill of rights. 
posted. And I don't know if it was just this one guy's cab or if that's like a thing. But I remember one of the things being the driver will not be on his phone. Another thing was that the driver must turn the radio to the volume of your choosing. And if you need a service animal, one must be provided. Or as they like to call it, things to do to make your cab driver hate you. Well, so the first yes. thing I said, I get in the cab and he's on his phone. And I was like, hey, enough with the phone. Gotta kill it. Is, 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 that, Yanni, is that Yanni? Turn it all the fucking way up. All the fucking way up. Turn the radio see, up. See, as loud that, joke as hits, that joke hits different since that is actually my brother's son's name. Yanni? <laughs> I told the oh, dude, yes. my son. What are you talking about, my son? <laughs> I told him to turn the volume up, and I requested a fucking monkey. My that's, that's the animal. I it was a mo- my service monkey, and the guy pulled up one block and said, "Get the fuck out of my cab." <laughs> yeah, that tracks. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, cool. I deserve all of that. And I got Here's it. your tip. Yeah, I was like, cool. What I like I paid like the $7.95 fare or whatever, gave him a $10 bill and got out. Like that worked for me. I got mine, you got yours. <laughs> Welcome to New York. <laughs> oh fuck yourself. <laughs> so tell us tell us what you got going on. Tell us about the con. What is that? I mean, I've I've been to now several different cons. I've never been to NYCC. What's the, I mean, what's the haps? What's that like? New York's my favorite. I don't, yeah. I mean, Alex may or may not agree with me on this one, but it is absolutely, I mean, you're, so here's the thing. You're, I mean, New York is so my hometown con, dude. That's literally yeah. New York Comic Con is why I decided to get behind the table and, and draw for a quote unquote living. So, yeah. I was blown away the first time I went. I still, it still gives you that little kind of, I mean, you get a little kind of magical feeling. You know, you get in there, you look around, you get pumped. I mean, by the end of it, at the end of four days, you know, you, you look like a pile of shit squeezed into, I don't know, a mason jar, but um, it's a fucking blast. I mean, what what isn't there to see and do there? Yeah. Um, yeah. What's, what's the I size? Mean, and, I mean, where is it held? Uh, Javits Center, which they just redid. So the, they created the a Javits? whole bunch more room. Yeah, the Javits. Wow. So same place they hold like the car shell, right? Like that's how big this area is. It's, it's you know, I, I'd compare it to football fields. Is it? So you think about like uh, San Diego Comic-Con and the big, you know, Hall H and all that shit. Does it have the same kind of draw with yeah like, with, with with Hollywood with movies with news with casting it, event, with uh, all the shit like that? Not quite. Yeah. Is yeah, it it's just, not. It doesn't happen first. It's not as big as a Hollywood show because NYCC still is more about the pop culture, comic stuff too. Like, there's yeah. I think the last few years there's been more of a TV presence and also a huge mm-hmm. anime presence. Cause like back in the day, New York used to have uh, both um, a separate anime show. And then like the last yeah. few years they combined them. I forgot like how long ago they, they did that though. But the, the other thing is like San Diego is kind of like a fun little romp for the celebrities out in the West coast. And you know, they all want to kind of get put in the list and whatever, get tickets go down. 
kind of do the whole thing. But like New York's just a little bit more, oddly enough, it's a little bit more laid back than that. Like it's not this mass craziness to go see the latest preview of this and that, or, you know, um, in fact, the last time Alex and I were there, we're like sitting in our booth and like Sigourney Weaver comes kind of walking by all dressed up to the nines. And like, it was, he was like kind of above the crowd and all that sort of stuff. It was kind of a cool sight to see. So it's, it's much more spectacle at San Diego and New York is much more like kind of about the comics, the anime, TV stuff, all of that. Like it's, it's a little bit more in the download to some extent. It's probably more business. Like, like this is the business of making yeah. the pop culture. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's still the show I look forward to most every year. It's the one that gives me the most angst. It's the one that like you get butterflies for that. Alex and I are going, do we do this? Do we do this? Do we do this? Holy shit. We're still late on this. Holy crap. Can we get this in time? Like li- literally even yesterday, Alex is like, Oh crap. Let me see if I can get business cards. You know, I mean, like we realized we didn't have as many as we thought we did. So. And like I mentioned to you guys when we started, like, you know, I, I'm working on two prints for tomorrow morning because I could just run these to my printer and then just pick them up, you know? That's wild. Sure. Yeah. It's fucking cool, if though. If we didn't do things last minute, we would probably get like half the shit done. <laughs> <We'd get laughs> or or would you get anything done? Maybe nothing. It's possible. It's possible. <laughs> I get it, man. Possible. You got to have that that gun to your head. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it helps. We, in all fairness, we do plan out. We do take a look at a lot of this stuff. But you know what? It's like three of us dealing with so many different things, and you know, it's not just like get the new book, get the new print, get ready for NYCC, book out all the other cons, book hotels, making sure you got it you know, X, Y, Z paid off this, that, whatever. But it's even like now, um, we're, we're actually, um, and, and I'm sure we'll get to this in a little bit, but we're doing an anthology that we're having other people stuff in. And also we have a, a young lady who we're doing her book. So like, there's so many different balls in the air beyond just the stuff that like you know getting the damn hero script ready all that sort of stuff on a weekly basis all the things we do anyway and it just ratchets it up with with nycc right there because you want to have everything look fucking awesome and it's yeah i i don't know i don't know how else to describe it other than it's just absolute controlled chaos it wouldn't be exhilarating if it wasn't like uh under the wire though you know if it wasn't under the gun oh yeah that's how yeah, I totally. admit that. <laughs> well, well, being that this is our local show too, it's it's easier for us to kind of like do things at the last minute because it's like, oh, you know what? I don't have to worry about like, I, I don't have to be as anxious to pack as much because I know worst case scenario, I can like have like, you know, a friend run to my place and pick up something or, you know, I could even like if, you know, worst case scenario, run home. You know, it's a 40 minute ride, but it's still, it's better than like, that is still super flight. convenient. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like to me, the, the only other show that was more convenient than NYCC was a local uh, Jersey con that was a five minute cab ride from my house. Yeah. 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 yeah and that's only more convenient because it's just a little closer. <laughs> yeah, basically. Like probably but it is Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> that that is the fact. Yes, it is Jersey, sadly. 
Yeah, but yeah, but then you have to go to Jersey. <laughs> how's your uh, How's your football teams this year? How are you feeling about the Jets, about the Giants? Uh, uh, that I, good? I'm a fan of neither. I'm a I'm a Steelers fan, so Steelers. I'm super pumped. Yeah, oh. I'm, dude, I'm super pumped. Our quarterback, our new, you know, pick looks good. Yeah, but that team is a mess right now, man. There's just so as, many as I usually say, whenever together. somebody comes to our table, whenever Mark and you know they start talking sports. Did you catch that ludicrous display? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan of uh I'm a big Mitch Trubisky guy. Yeah. I, I think he was I, dealt I, a raw deal in Chicago. I also love that he has the greatest tweet of all time. <laughs> when he was a high schooler and he uh he tweeted, I love kissing titties. And and the internet is forever, and it's never gone away. When the Bears drafted him, it was like all the beat writers were tweeting, like, "Well, here's our new quarterback, sixteen, with he the, just uh, loves the only, kissing titties." The only correct take Twitter's ever had. <laughs> Being a Twitter, oh, Elon's buying it, huh? How about that? Uh, yeah. yeah, no choice in the matter. I, I kind of like that more that he's forced to buy it now. Yeah. Same. Same. And I love that one of his backers is, ba- uh, financial backers is backing out of the deal. So he might have to sell his Tesla stock that just plummeted because he had that fucking stupid robot this week. Hell yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> what ah, the, I'm so happy about it. I, I didn't know he's forced to do it. This is news to me. Explain this to me. Yeah. So, um, uh, he tried to get out of it and he was going to get out of it for just a billion dollars because his, uh, it, it was like, a, yeah, right. But he had a hundred at the time. So, um, there, there was this idea that like, um, if he could get out of it for a legitimate reason, it would have been a billion dollars to break the contract. And I'm sure he was going to try and like finagle his way out of it. But the issue is that his texts and things got turned over to the court in discovery and so they found out that he knew that the problem he was complaining about to get out of it uh, was an issue beforehand, or was not an issue, rather, which meant that his uh, his contract-breaking price went up to $10 billion instead of $1 billion. <laughs> And so they basically were, he was basically like, well, do I pay $10 billion to get nothing or just pay the 44 I was supposed to pay, and now I own Twitter? Jesus. Well, is it going to make me get off my favorite free app? I don't know. Probably do that anyway, but. It is my I'm favorite cesspool. Waiting to see. It's the best. It's the best worst place on the internet. There's some real funny on that app. Mm-hmm. Some real funny. Oh, well. So uh, oh. Elon Musk is out a billion. All right. Fair. Elon Musk is out a billion. Uh, Alex Jones is going to be out of a hundred million. It's not too bad. I hope that fucker gets absolutely ruined, loses every single bit of money he has, and then keeps digging. Like, let's put him in debt for the rest of his natural I, life. Would make I me think, feel better. I think he really fucked up this last week on his show. Um, he basically proved that he's never going to stop saying it was fake, and they're going to use that in closing arguments tomorrow. And I think it's going to be a uh, I think they're going to be able to lean into it and say, like, see, the only way we can stop him is by making sure he doesn't have any money to do what he's doing. By sending him straight to hell. 
and I yeah, and then I and then I hope, hope he goes away. Yeah, well, there's still a criminal charge or charges, aren't there? Oh, are uh, there? Yeah, I believe he's got like two more court cases to go after this one. Yeah, <laughs> but these are all civil. These are all like, you yeah. know, hey, look at all the horrible things that you that your shit has caused us. It's not like. You know, it's not something that can get Lanny in jail. It's just something that can, you know, have us auction your estate off. Which is awesome. What's his middle name? Like Blue Banks? Um, Emmerich. 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 Yep. Alex yeah. Emmerich Jones. Emmerich. Alex Emmerich Jones. What? Yeah, he has the name of uh, the middle name of a leprechaun wizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so tell us, tell us about your uh, about your anthology. Yeah. Yeah. So enough about Alex. We, Jones. <laughs> yeah, fuck that dude. Um, fuck that dude. But yeah, so we're we're super pumped because we've got this anthology called "We Suck at Comics." Uh, <laughs> uh, Asterix. We don't actually suck at comics, <laughs> but um, well, it depends we, on the on the day of the week. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. Some <laughs> days we suck. Some days we blow. I mean, it's you know. Yeah, it's you know, it's one of the two. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Rayward Raven, sir. She's gone from suck to blow. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. No, but but in all, in all seriousness, we 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 got a little cheeky with the title because we we figured it was fun. But we're um, this is issue one. It's uh, we're we're looking to do a bunch more of these. But what we want to do is uh, well, we technically really it's volume one because it's not a floppy. volume one. Sure, well, this that's true. Eh, issue volume. Um, but it's uh. I hate it I'll when mom and dad fight. <laughs> <laughs> I learned it from watching you. <laughs> don't make me turn this podcast around. Oh. Mm. Don't make me come back there. <laughs> You're all the wheel. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's, it's our way of kind of helping some other creators. It's also our way of kind of all getting together and you know, making it so that everybody's helping each other out. I mean, we've been doing this for a while and, you know, we love what we do, but I think it's, we love working with other people. We love you know, the creators that we know. And I think the idea has kind of been out there for a little bit. We just finally said, look, let's do it and let's have fun with it. And let's get some crazy title with it and let's find a fun theme. So that the theme around it's rejection, you know, and that, that could be, hey, it's about rejection. It could be that your story got rejected, you know, you got rejected, whatever the hell it is. But, you know, tie it in and let's have some real fun with it, you know? I love but, that. Uh, how many uh, how many different stories you got in the anthology? I think it's like like 17, maybe? Wow. I thought it was awesome. 17. Yeah, yeah. Now, now there is there is one other person besides Alex and I right here on this podcast that has a story in this uh, this anthology. Stop it! What? Cartoon Joe. <laughs> <laughs> no way. That's right. Look forward yeah. to the priest volume or issue one. Who uh, <laughs> who would that be? <laughs> could could it be you, sir? It is me. I am very excited and very humbled and very scared. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna flip this podcast around, and I want you to tell me about your story. Oh, boy. I'm asking yeah. the questions now. Okay, I'm the captain. Now that's fine. See, you give him a little bit of power and go straight I to know. his. I know. I know. <laughs> oh, hey, that's the end of the show. Um, join us next week. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a it's a it's a story called the wrench.
and um, it's about a uh, a guy who comes back from uh, uh, undisclosed war in Middle East to his old uh, stomping grounds in River City, um, which is kind of a Chicago St. Louis uh, amalgamation, and uh, finds out that his old stomping grounds aren't uh, very cool to be that anymore. And uh, takes issues into his own hands, goes a little uh, vigilante, and, uh, you know, do what he does best. So, that's the wrench. With the wrench. Yeah, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a fun self-insert. Although I never went to war and I couldn't use a wrench if you asked me to. <laughs> Righty tighties, lefty loosey. I think I think real self insert. Pretty certain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not it's not so much of a self insert as so much as it's just I was watching a lot of uh it was when Arrow came out originally, right? Yeah. With, uh, oh, Steve yeah. And, and it was uh I was really into that I liked that show a lot and I got with Rob and Joe and we I was like, "Hey, let's fucking create comics." And they each created a character. Actually, I I believe uh one of the two of the characters are actually in uh, wrench number one. We found a great artist. Um, he goes by Sick Joe yeah. on Deviant Art. Um, he's wonderful. He's been awesome to work with. I, I stay in touch. We kind of stopped working on some things because life happens. But I, I stay in touch with him probably weekly and tell him like, "Hey, this is the week I'm going to send you more script work to do the art." And he's like, "Okay, buddy." And then <laughs> I don't send it. <laughs> but uh, I think, dude, this I get is, it. This is the jumping off point I need. So. Dude, I, yeah, I that art it. was fucking cool. amazing, dude. Yeah, I, I, I got to tell you, one of the things I really love most about the piece is that you don't have tons and tons of dialogue. There isn't tons and tons of captions. You've got at least a couple pages in there. Story flows so well um, just from that. And and even like the, the, the way the colors are and like the, the way that... Um, the 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 lighting in it because it's a very dark piece but the way the lighting in it is um and the way that it's colored is just fantastic it, it you can really kind of feel like this heaviness this kind of you know rainy darkness and like the, he does an amazing job just telling that story with very very minimal dialogue um in, in a lot of those sections and, and tons of great acting so that was a lot of stuff that we kind of worked on together. I, I had uh, a lot more dialogue and, mm-hmm. and he said like, Hey, uh, we'll do what you want. Um, here's some thoughts I have. What? And I was like, uh, yeah, that's, those are good. You seem like a guy who's done this before. I think that's a good idea. And so we, we, he's, he was really awesome to collaborate on. We've collaborated on some other stuff. Uh, we're probably like nine pages into uh, 80s Cop, which is another comic that we've been working on. Um, so, like I said, I talk to him probably want- weekly, and he's ready to go. I just I, I need to just sit down and do it. Dude, I want that one for the next anthology. 80s I, I, Cop? Yeah, because- dude. Yeah, oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? I love that. I, I Honestly, like, I, I think I might actually like that one better. No, not <laughs> Not and and that's not anything against the wrench. It's just that I think you had you kind of let your hair down with that one a little bit. You know, what a I little mean? bit. And it's well, it was the fun. style at the time. <laughs> well, the See, cool I thing want, I know about I want the sequel. Is... Go ahead. 
I want the sequel, 90s cop. 90s cop. <laughs> same cops, it's just the 90s. Or is it different cops? Do I make it same, like a... Same cop, like different it, decade. <laughs> <laughs> when you get to the when you get to the aughts, does it become unique? The aughts cop is yeah. fun. that's just a fun thing to say, <laughs> and it's just it's all just uh, it's from the vantage point of his body cam. <laughs> I like that. So, no, I'm, I'm super uh, I'm super excited and extremely humbled and scared to be included in your anthology. To be completely honest. Is that we, we loved it like immediately? Is that live on Kickstarter presently? So it is in preview right now. You can look up We Suck at Comics. If you go to waywardraven.com slash we suck, you'll get there easier. <laughs> awesome. I, I awesome. feel like I feel like we, we maybe should have left the entire <laughs> Wayward Raven, we suck. No, I like that. I think that's great. I love it. That's perfect. Um, yeah, and you can click on that. I'll give you the preview, and you can click on the "Tell me when it launches." Yeah, we the plan were, is uh, like as as the Kickstarter goes on, we'll probably be updating the site and the Kickstarter with some like little tidbits or like provide more uh, previews as we go. Well, it will be, of course, added to our show notes, and we'll talk about it every week. Um, nice. and, and share the shit out of it. We were thinking if you guys needed like some really good stretch goals, um, yeah, like a uh, wrench issue two, if you could fund that, that'd be great. And, uh, <laughs> issue one and the, the priest issue one, that'd be great. If we could just, if you want to make those stretch goals, I really think we'd, we'd be right. Do all the leg work for us. I mean, yeah. If you guys wanted to do that, well. for us, we'd be really, we'd be really into that. Humble. <laughs> We'd be very humble. draw the fucker too. <laughs> we're we're so humble that we're gonna tell you about it. <laughs> oh, man. that's great! I love it. Is there so? Do you have? Are your plans for like the next anthology to be a different theme, or is it going to be the same theme going it, forward? What's your thoughts? Yeah, same same title, different theme. That's oh, that's, that's cool. Plan, so. Yeah, so this one's rejection. I don't know. We've we've kicked around some ideas. Acceptance maybe to kind of counterbalance the derision, presumed negativity. Yeah, <laughs> we suck. Rejected. <laughs> what a, what a what an uplifting what an uplifting title. Hey man, life is not too. uplifting. So what are uh, some other stories that you guys are featuring that or are they all going to be secrets until launch or afterwards? We can we can give you a little preview and a teaser. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll 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 simply say this much. We have a we have a young lady, Kath, um, uh, Catherine Blakely. Um, she's approached us about her story called Napoleon Starship. Um Okay, which was really cool, and, and like she's beautiful art style, really cool stuff. What makes it that much more interesting is she's a real life archaeologist and literally goes over to Egypt and has been like most recently has been a dig over in Egypt. I think she, you know, basically is over there for a significant portion of the year every year, um, and a lot of kind of what she's found and she's done there has really influenced this particular piece. 
So it, it's not that's, only is it beautiful, but it's it's really cool. Yeah. That's very tight. So we got a little snippet from her, and we'll put that in there. Um, it's it's the original some of the the original stuff she sent over to us, um, and it's a nice teaser for the graphic novel that we're putting together with her. Um, yeah, that's super cool. You said Napoleon Starship. Yep. Hmm. Great band. That's name. neat. That is a great band. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does have kind of that. Speaking of eighties cops, is there a Jefferson? Yeah, there's like Jefferson Starship. Okay. Yeah. I just I I like to think of the uh, of the French as having like a uh, space warfare. Mm-hmm. Ooh, like a Napoleonic Ooh, space yeah, opera. Like Emperor Napoleon the Fourth tries to conquer space. <laughs> Sorry, it's his, Holy Roman it's Emperor his, like, Napoleon the Fourth. It's his Waterloo Seven from the <laughs> uh, like Gygax Galaxy. Yes, Waterloo Seven. I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. I love that. I really liked it. I thought of a starship with a Napoleon complex. I needed a restaurant called Waterloo Seven. What are, What are they known for? Because I know what I think they're known for. Mm, Goose Wellington. Mm. I was going to say a table tie, a table side Caesar salad. <laughs> At Waterloo. Oh, like they got like the mochahete with anchovies in it and they just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's the big wooden bowl that as they're spinning it, it's spinning all topsy turvy like. And you're like, oh, no, it's going to fall off the tray, but it never does. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know the place. Oh, and they have a, I, the pepper grinder is like four foot tall. Yeah, it's like a baseball and they make bat. a big show. When they bring you your stuff, they're like, you want pepper? And you're like, with that? Fuck yeah, I do. That's two guys to operate. Someone's got to hand crank it. <laughs> yeah, right. they absolutely. Fill it, they fill it once a year and the Pope has to come bless it. <laughs> space Pope, that's, of course. That's Waterloo. Well, Space Pope Napoleon, who has uh-huh. found everlasting life amongst the stars. And I want to apologize if we've accidentally stumbled onto the plot of this story and ruined it for everyone. I, uh, that's it. This podcast is over, sir. Is Because if it's about <laughs> Space Lord Napoleon and his table-tied Caesar dressing, I mean, I'd read it. I'd love to read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, if it's not, we have a new story. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, it's not call yet. something different. Issue two. <laughs> Sorry, volume two, Alex. Hard volume shift. two. Hard shift from the first volume. <laughs> Appendix 79. <laughs> less serious than the original movie. It's like watching that second Nick Cage Ghost Rider. So mm. there's a second Nick Cage I Ghost Rider? I scrubbed that from my memory. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> Hold it on. can never go away. There's a uh, second? Never they made a hell second. yeah, there is. Ghost of Vengeance or some, Spirit of Vengeance. Is, wait, is that the Spirit one with uh, Sam Elliott on the horse? Yes. Yeah. Is that the the second one is the one where he pisses flames off the train, right? Or something like that? Oh, boy. <laughs> I hope so. I'm on record to say I, I was very drunk when I watched it, which is the only reason I think I made it. I didn't know it existed until just now. Me either. Now you have to go see it. 
I have moral to find imperative. It. it is truly a game changer. I, I want the MCU to bring it back. Is it not on <laughs> Disney Plus? It will make your world a little darker. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel, feel like, like it's it's movie one in my uh, in my double feature, which has the uh, the Lovecraft Nick Cage story that I didn't know about until this week either. The uh, color out of time. Oh, the color out of space. Yeah, that's fantastic. With Cage, is it good? Color out of space, and I really enjoy it. It's very Lovecraftian. Nick Cage gets to go wild in it for a little bit, and uh, it's. I think it's fun. I think it's good. Uh, it's not something that I would ever give an award other than Nick Arousing. Cage got to be the craziest asshole that he wanted to be on screen, and it was great. All right, like a crazier asshole than in Mandy. Let's go. Let's go around the room. Comparable. Joe, you just told us that your ideal Nick Cage double feature is Color Out of Space and well, the second. That's the one I would. I don't know if I would call it ideal, but it would be the one that I'm going to do next. Okay. ASAP, what is your ideal Nick Cage double feature? Ooh, double feature. I was going to say face off twice. Ooh. Oh, just rewind it because mm-hmm. you're kind and watch it again. Yes. Wow. Okay. That's fair. Trying to think of the second movie. Wicker Man in Color Out of Space. Wicker Man. Is it Wicker Man? Please. No, it's absolutely Wicker Man. Yeah. What's, the David, what's the David Lynch movie I'm thinking of? Uh, Dune. No, it's not. <laughs> oh my god, Dune with Nick Cage would be fucking <laughs> epic. Okay, but who does he play? The Emperor. 100%. Everyone. Including the sandworm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wild and oh, We're going like, uh, ah, shit. Uh, like, uh, Jedikovsky's Dune. What would do? We're with Nick Cage's face everywhere. This this needs to end. Why can't I not think of this movie? God, is it, it's killing me. Is it Wild at Heart? It's Wild at Heart. Yes, thank you. My ideal <laughs> double feature is Wild at Heart and Raising Arizona. All right. Uh, Rob, what's I your think... ideal double feature? Oh, did I just say it? Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, Color out of space and Wicker Man. Mark, what's yours? Ooh, Ooh. or the Rock? Ooh, so, Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. What? What about you know? Uh, this is fucking way back. You got to go way back, and you got to go raising Arizona. I think the one with the mandolin. One with the. Are you yes. thinking? That's Pedro Pascal. <laughs> That 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 this joke, baby fell, Goda. That, that that joke fell flat. I I couldn't resist. I had to look it up. Apparently, there's a National Treasure three coming out. So just that and do two, and then skip one entirely. I am I am on record as saying if you need a nap, watch National Treasure. Oh, it's a perfect dad movie. You'll like go dad nap movie right to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, like if you had, like if you're watching the kids, but you don't want to, so you say like, "Hey, let's put a movie on." What do you guys think? You'll be you'll be asleep in four minutes. They'll watch the whole movie and have a great time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Perfect movie to nap to. 
Mm-hmm. If you could also have an ottoman filled with uh, uh, He-Man toys. <laughs> yeah. You'll, you'll perfectly happen. recreate my childhood. <laughs> <laughs> well, every other weekend of it. <laughs> oh, that's a chub title. Hold on. Every other weekend of my childhood. <laughs> Dude, actually, hold on a second. Leaving Las Vegas, but only the parts with Elizabeth Who. How about that? Oh, anything with Elizabeth Shue. Just let's just let's do that. Then let's do like adventures in babysitting and then like her in season one of the boys. There you go. Ooh, and the saint. Yes. Where she warms oh, him up. Oh, I forgot about that movie. Yeah. Yeah. The I, uh, saint. Is that where fuck, who is it? Uh one of the eighties guys who all look the same was a cat burglar, but like a Catholic one. Val Kilmer? Yes. Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah, he was the saint. Mm. That was all the more I had for it. Uh, it was maybe the worst Batman. No, that yeah, was Clooney. He's, he's Simon Templar. Clooney no. was the worst Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Clooney's the worst Batman. Yeah, that, that's, yeah. yeah. I'm a Keatonston, Battenson guy myself. Hmm. Big Keaton fan. I still Keaton. feel like he was the best Bruce Wayne. Maybe not the best Batman, but the best Bruce Wayne was def- definitely Keaton. Is it wild, speaking to Nick Cage, that if Tim Burton had his way, there would have been another Michael Keaton Batman where Nick Cage would have played Superman? It would have been incredible. Right in the heart of Nick Cage winning like an Oscar for leaving Las Vegas, he was going to be Superman in a Tim Burton movie, and that's fucking wild. In in that timeline, we've got universal health care and flying cars, (laughs) unicorns. Yeah, Reagan lost to Mondale. It's a better place. Gore actually murdered Roger Stone. Because Roger Stone was trying to infiltrate his internet tubes or the internet tubes facility. One of the two. And since Al Gore was... (laughs) Well, because at the time, Al Gore was actually... uh, He was learning... He was an actor because the vice president was Tommy Lee Jones, his college roommate. Mm -hmm. Yes. I feel like we've mapped this one out before. (laughs) That universe exists. I just, I just, I'm picturing Al Gore in my head doing the, uh, I didn't kill my wife. I don't care bit. (laughs) Or Tommy Lee Jones, uh, telling us about how the earth's climate is changing. Right. So I think by the way, my actual ideal Nick's cage double feature is Moonstruck and Mandy. Mandy was tough for me not to pick. Because yeah. Mandy, I think, is Nick Cage's greatest movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was like my top movie of 2018 when it came out. It's a fucking masterpiece. Mm-hmm. It is pretty fucking wild. It's also one of the last movies scored by Johan Johansson, who did Sicario, which um, is incredible. And he did an unbelievable job on Mandy. And then he died. So, you know, God bless wow. him. Baller. He died in a chainsaw fight. Just He's like in Mandy. 
This is is that a joke or did that actually happen? Because... No, it's he died. It wasn't in a chainsaw fight though. Oh, okay. Just you you said that just straight enough that I I was ready to believe it. <laughs> Thank you for asking. I, want, I, I wanted to believe it. And they, I, and they use 16 chainsaws until finally the 17th. Yeah. <laughs> it took it took 17 chainsaw warriors to do them in. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have known that juggling 17 chainsaws would lead to his death? <laughs> Freak chainsaw juggling accident. Like Zoolander. <laughs> it reminds you of Zoolander, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> They got in a freak gasoline fight accident. That's a movie that needs a sequel. Yes. Uh, you know what? I actually could, I could, uh, I could tolerate a remake with, um, God, what's his name? He plays Jason in, um, the good place. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. What the fuck's his name? As Zoolander? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, as Zoolander. So, Again, I'm going to go around the table. I'm going to ask the most important question of the current topic. What oh, is Manny Jacinto? If Manny Jacinto was Zoolander in the remake, who plays Billy Zane? Is it Billy Zane recurring his role, or is there a a uh, different actor playing himself as the only guy who has Zoolander's back before the walk off? Mm. I think it's just I think it's just Billy Zane I would I I would agree with that because Billy Zane needs to be in more stuff but yeah the only other choice I would accept would be Ben Stiller or Luke Wilson not Owen Wilson Luke Wilson Luke yes oh my god that's funny one of these days anything in the scene Luke Wilson walks behind Manny Jacinto's Zoolander and says, everything okay is Derek? And Derek Zoolander says, not now, Luke Wilson. <laughs> Perfect. I think it's great. I was thinking Bill Hader would be a good one. Ooh, that, that would be but good. But Bill Hader actually would play Mugatu. Hell yes. I, was, yeah. I yeah. thought that immediately as soon as you said it. Or like uh, get, get Brendan Fraser back into shape. Not now, Brendan. No, Fraser. he plays Maury Ballstein. Yes. <laughs> it's all coming together. I haven't seen uh, that movie in fucking years. I bet it's been a either. decade. I think I worked at the store the last time I saw it. Does it hold up? I I, I imagine uh, it does. They, they did make a sequel. I, I also so. haven't seen it in a while. There's a sequel to that? To Zoolander? Yeah. There's a really? Zoolander 2? Yeah, we don't talk gold, about that. Ryan. I'm Shut not up. certain it's good. I haven't seen it. Oh my god, you're right. Same actors? Mm-hmm. More or less. Got Ben Stiller in there. Got Owen Wilson. Benedict no Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch is in Zoolander 2. <laughs> <laughs> and Penelope Cruz. Stop. Ariana Grande. These are all the people they're listing for this. Blame Google if I'm wrong. <laughs> Will Farrell comes back. Justin Bieber's in it. Miller. Katie Couric. 
<laughs> no way. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Justin Bieber. Wow. I bet he was plays a busy the year. David Bowie role. Oh, God, I hope not. I got a I got a Alexander Hamilton on it. Tickets. John Malkovich. I feel like they're just listing everybody now. They're not even putting the very people in here. That's just listing people. So I thought I would share uh, things that I just finished. (laughs) Is that Sailor Moon Knight? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. That's fantastic. Oh, fuck. That's Namor smacking Aquaman. Awesome. I'm not sure about the red background, though. But it pops nice. I, does yeah, I, I, I dig it. Well, and it, it harkens back to the meme that I imagine it's referencing. Exactly. Yeah. One of, I, I, I don't do subtlety. No. And if anyone's curious as what we're talking about on this audio medium, please check mm-hmm. out Waywood Raven's Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome, dude. Did you just finish them? Are those, does that finish work? Yeah, those, I just finished them. Very cool. I love that. Sailor Moon Knight is my my next fantasy football before and after team name. Mm, that's real good. I was going to be Alex Jones barbecue and foot massage, but I'm just going to I think I'm going to stick with Sailor Moon Knight now. <laughs> I love Alex Jones barbecue and foot massage. I can't believe it. Alex it's Jones in for a beatdown. <sighs> so good. Too. Uh, we gotta stop. We gotta stop letting Alex Jones be such a big part of our podcast episodes. Yeah, I would agree yeah. with this. No, mess- messaging is important. If you keep saying it over and over again, people will understand and believe it. That's how he- advertising works. That's true. So we should end every show, every show with just like, uh, like call your Fuck grandparents. Alex Jones. Fuck yeah, Alex Jones. We know what. Yeah. Starting. I'd like you to have the honor. Starting now. Oh, excellent. If you could end the show with just a, a friendly reminder to our listeners to fuck Alex Jones. Mm. Yes, but not literally, because um, you don't no. want whatever he's got. No, no one Unless wants it, that. I mean, think of the children. It's, it's Unless it's with a pineapple or a Dorian fruit. Yes. Oh, with a pineapple. There we go. But yes, with extra spikes on it. That's how I ordered it. Yeah, that's, I think that's fair. <laughs> with one of those nail bats with the, like with the world's largest pineapple <laughs> you know fucking the whole tree just the fucking tree mm. do pineapple I don't know do what yeah, I, just don't, I assume they're kind of like palmy tree sort of things yeah. oh, they're like a weird bush Are they really yeah, I am learning. I am learning so much. Yeah, Houston. Uh, Houston bought me one for my birthday once. They uh, they grow. They're so weird. They're so weird. It's like uh, uh, they just grow up from the ground, and the pineapple is right on the end of it in a way that would make you be like, "That's not a fucking God, pineapple." You're right, but it is. Mm-hmm. Just, just look for an image of it. It literally looks like some kind of you know Joke. 50s. Fucking, you know, pod children fucking sci-fi movie. Yeah. (laughs) 
It it looks Holy like somebody shit. would put it in the background of like a Willy Wonka movie. Like that's not it how just, pineapples grow. It just is there. Fields. Yeah. They're fucking pineapple fields. There's no trees. There's fields of them. Yeah. And they just kind of sit oh, there. Is it is meat. it one pineapple per, per bush? plant? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just you just break it off and then it grows a new one. It's, it's fucking cabbage patch kids is what they are. Yes. Yeah. Nature is amazing. <laughs> I remember after a long night of drinking, we, we were, we, we found that like a lot of fruit is actually berries. So we went on this weird tangent and I think a pineapple is a fucking berry. If I'm not mistaken. I, I think you're right. Sounds right. Plants are stupid. I hate them personally. Plants? Yeah, not yeah. as much as I hate fungi. I don't like Freaks fruit that eats me back. Too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like pineapple so much that I'll just, like, I'll eat it till my mouth is bloody. Does that make yep. sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've, yes, I've done that. When I was in Hawaii, I just burned the fruit out of my tongue because I ate so much pineapple. Yeah. The boric acid. Yeah. It'll get you. Yeah. Worth it. Kill your stomach. Worth it every time. Growing up, my mom used to buy like little cans of pineapple juice, like shooters. And wow. I'd have like I'd have like two on the way to school. And by the time I'd get to school, it'd be like, fuck, I that's just it's a lot of they like the old like the whole lining of my mouth just fucking I just had to spit it out. Brutal. I need a glass of water. Yeah. That was too much pineapple juice. I'll make Castor this weekend now, I think. You should. Oh my god, that's like my favorite taco. It's a really good... Yeah, uh, mine too. Although there's this... There's this place by us that does uh, goat tacos. Ooh. That are really good. Like barbacoa? Yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. It's really uh, good. I don't think I've ever had I, barbacoa, but it always looks delicious. I think you're right, though. I think Pastor is probably my favorite taco. Something about it. It's just fucking great. Dude, yeah, I've only done the at C2E2. I don't remember. Uh, oof. It's like Velvet Taco or something like that. Uh, yeah, Velvet Taco. Velvet that, taco. Was, that was nice. Velvet Taco in Chicago? Yeah. Joe, you're gonna have to report for us. Yeah, on Lincoln Avenue. I guess. Yeah, they had like two of them, I think, out there. There, and it's not like I mean, it's pretty. You know, it's not like it's uh, something you go, "Wow, this is a huge fancy place." It's pretty much, you know, pretty cool, like street food sort of. Yeah, but it's, it's, a, it's a taco place. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's street food yeah. on the you know, but indoors. That's cool. Yeah. The best, yeah. There's three. They had some cool stuff: falafel tacos, chicken tikka tacos. Mm. Now I need. Yeah. A taco. I haven't ate today. Yeah, no, now I'm hungry. This is bad for me. This is bad for me. <laughs> now I'm gonna go upstairs and whip myself a taco at midnight. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of midnight, uh, Joe. Yes. You know the rules. You're not a guest. So you can make them go first, or you could tell me what you're geeking on this week. Ooh. Oh, you're going to... That's an interesting change of the rules. See how I twisted it? 
Yeah, I did. Uh, uh, I wouldn't do that, but you know, yeah. these are these are the original guests. You know, I got to yeah, shake it yeah, up yeah, for yeah. Them. make it make them keep. What are you guys? <laughs> what are you guys feeling? You guys want to share what you're kicking on this week? You want to go first or last? Let's copy of you guys. Oh, so last. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, what am I geeking on this week? I'm uh probably the thing I'm I'm most geeking on is my uh I, I feel like a weird shill for the other podcast lately, but my other podcast uh we do a a whole thing for Halloween where the for the month it's it's all uh, month of October everything's kind of different. And uh, I end every episode by reading a short story in my my narrator voice. And um, we did our first we recorded our first episode of the of the season um, of the of the Halloween season last night. And I had a really good time. So uh, check out this freaking show and the uh, the sub show of this freaky show um, over at uh, this freaking show dot com. Um, yeah, and we also did. Week? What's that? What's oh, this week I read like, Telltale um, Heart, or uh, I went with uh, the Damned Thing by Ambrose Bierce. Oh, yeah, uh, eighteen ninety three short story. Ambrose about a uh, a murder on the frontier. I like his last name, Bierce. Yeah, let's get some beers. Hey, you want to get some beers? <laughs> beers. Let's get Stop some beers. Some beers. That beer beers. So yeah, had a, had a good time reading. Bierce. I'm going with nice. Ambrose Bierce. Yep, my second favorite Ambrose <laughs> after Burnside's. <laughs> Inventor. Of I the like that you movie. have a tiered list of favorite Ambroses. <laughs> it does make me happy, and I'm also not shocked. Yeah, right. Uh, if anyone would, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ryan, what are you geeking on this week? Oh, boy. Um, what am I geeking on this week? You know, I uh, I put my golf clubs up after a golf outing this weekend uh, for the season, and I had uh, I had probably my best round ever, and um, which sucks because I don't <laughs> want to, like, get into golf. Mm. But But, boy, man, when you, like... When you actually do something good and it feels like you know what you're doing, then people say like, wow, what a shot really makes you want to keep playing golf. So I think golf is what I'm geeking on this week because I've there's like an, a golf bag in my Amazon cart and there's like a discount discount golf store. I'm trying to figure out how to get to since it's kind of not the season. I'm going to try to get some really good deals. So nice. I'm going to say I'm geeking on golf, which I should not be. I, I don't feel right about weird it. flex. But uh, my last three drives were just monsters, and I felt I felt really good about it. So I I'm fucking buying new golf clubs. Oh, and I just put an order in for a pig that I purchased. So Ooh. I'm gonna have some good fresh pork and lots of it. Nice. Very excited about that. So I'm getting a ham, get some pork shoulders, I'm getting the ribs, a big uncut fresh pork belly. Don't know what I'm gonna do with it yet. Mm, uh, and then they're just grinding the rest of the pig into sausage. So nice. Very excited about that. Uh, Robert. What's uh, you geeking on? So I have just started 
uh, Andor, which is pretty pretty good. Uh, I'm only an episode into it so far, but I really uh, like uh, how is it Diego Luna, um, and uh, the kind of like grittier um, down to earth um, like foot soldier spy story that they're going for. Um, I really dig that. And then I also started playing, uh, total Warhammer three, which is like, if you haven't played any total war games before, it's basically like a much more involved civ, uh, like civilization, uh, with economies and then really in-depth mass battle mechanics. So you've just got these giant sprawling armies and, uh, you are fighting other players or bots that have giant sprawling armies, and um, it's uh, it's involved. It's incredibly involved. Uh, I like it a lot, though. And so, yeah, good shit. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I remember playing one of the old ones back in the day. Those things get really intense. They get very intense. Yeah. So it's been fun, though. Uh, ASAP, what about you? Ooh, I got a twofer as well. I, uh, I've been really getting into Cobra Kai okay. on Netflix. Nice. And uh, I'm getting back into Cyberpunk 2027. Now that, uh, I mean, sorry, not 2077. 2077. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is even sad now because, like, I've got a time limit since I was playing it on Stadia. And they're killing that thing. Uh, so. <laughs> that's heartbreaking. But... Uh, yeah, have you done any uh, stuff with the the new update drop already, or is that on like the near horizon for that? And I know that the uh, uh, CD Projekt Red just announced that they are going to be making a sequel to it, which is pretty exciting. Yeah, I I, I heard I kind of anticipated them, them making a sequel because like they were talking to how like the next uh, DLC will be the last one because like they're talking about switching. To using a nif- a different engine so when they dropped that i was like yeah it makes sense they're they're just gonna abandon this one in favor of a new engine new world new game which is better yeah so i'm looking forward to that yeah i think uh do you think they're gonna go for a new like red engine or custom engine or are they going to go to unreal 5 i heard it, i heard they're using unreal 5 which makes makes sense from a business standpoint it's like making your there. own engine yeah. yeah, making your own engine at this point is just insane. So yeah, well, nice. Uh, and then Mark, Sorry, I I was I I just threw it to Mark like four times. I've been on mute. Killing oh, it. nice. Yep. Like, <laughs> I thought I actually had to look to see if he was still on the call. Nope, just me on mute, yelling into the void. Jesus Christ! It's a, it's a, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pause. You need, you need. My a, microphone turns bright red when it's on mute too, so it's like you can't even, like, second guess it. It's fucking. My microphone was red, and I still was just screaming at it. <laughs> anyway, Mark, what are you geeking on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, um, actually, been. Really enjoying the whole Rings of Power. Not getting into the Bezos anymore, but uh, it's it's been a fun ride. I'm 
wasn't sure what to expect. I kind of hate prequels and all caught up actually, and I'm enjoying the hell out of that. So I don't. What do you think it's of just, this last episode? Kinda, I, you know what? Um, it's it's interesting. I I don't want to give any spoilers if that's sure. something that's going to upset folks, but um, I found like we kind of dug a little deeper. I was expecting uh, there was a nice little kind of twist. I think with some of that that it was pretty interesting, and you know, I don't know. I think that the whole thing that that just impresses me most about it is just how beautiful everything really is. You know. They've spent so much money on the the, the yeah. I was gonna say for as much as they spent, but so they spent it does a lot more gorgeous. on how pretty it looks than they spent on the script or the acting. Yeah, but I, I kind of have to admit I was expecting. Yeah, but I was kind of expecting to see you know a, a certain villain, if you will, and kind of find myself still waiting. You know what I mean. Yeah, um, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah, and and it's I think it's in that sense from a script standpoint, I think it's brilliant because when the moment happens, hopefully it's very fucking cool, you know. If they they build it up just right. Yeah, and I think uh, I've 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 been able to take like like step myself back from criticizing. I, I just, uh, it's cool to be back in middle earth yeah. and it, and it's, yeah. and the production value is amazing. Um, so I, I understand, I understand the complaints and I don't, I don't think they're nitpicks. I think they're genuine complaints. Um, that I'm, people have, I'm watching I, it. Oh, I was just saying, I'm watching it concurrently with, with, um, the, um, game of Thrones, you sure. Know, mm-hmm. cool. I'm not. I'm not all the way through that, but it isn't. I got to tell you, it's an interesting juxtaposition to watch the two of them. Yes, because that it, it is. Yeah, it, they're just very, is. very different. Yet they feel kind of tied in now that I'm watching them together. It is a. Uh, it is a transition. They <laughs> to to flip in between the two of them. Yeah, but, uh, you, I, I'm 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 liking Rings of Power a lot. I'm I'm enjoying being yeah. in Middle Earth. Well, you know what? I miss really good high fantasy. That's what it is, and it's you know I think we've kind of gotten on this kick that everything is very dark and has to have these you know yeah very horrific villains and things like that and like gotta be all high fantasy. Yeah, it's like you know, we're missing some of that really fun high fantasy. It's don't get me wrong, they get dark with stuff, but at the same time, you know, there there's I don't know. It, it's a different kind of dark, right? It's not like like tits and beheadings. It's, yeah, exactly. It's, it's a different or, kind of dark. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like it's not like shock value. We almost want to make horror, you know what I mean? Yep. Um which Although I think tits and beheadings. In... I enjoy House of the Dragon. I enjoy Game of Thrones. Yeah, yes, but it's different. You know what I mean. And I was surprised how much I enjoyed that one too so far because, again, I fucking hate prequels. You know, but there, there's enough with these characters that I more or less don't know what's going to happen to them. You know, 
Right. Well, and for the most part, they're they're far enough apart in time that it doesn't really feel like a prequel. Yeah. If you hate prequels, wait till I tell you about this new movie I found called Zoolander The Early Days. <laughs> what? Apparently they made a third one. No. Yeah. Please tell me it's like an off-brand um, you know, Ben Stiller though. That would be fantastic. Like yeah, somebody's not, not quite Ben Stiller. It's, it's not Ben Stiller. It's like the Dumb and Dumber movie. Yes, exactly. Exactly. They have a guy trying to be Ben Stiller, trying to be Derek Zoolander. And it just, and it's, and it's, uh, it's Jamie Kennedy. It's, it's like, oh, I think it'd be so much better if it was like, you know, back in high school, the producer was like, there was this guy who always looked like Ben Stiller in my class. And they're like, you know, you tell him all the time. You know, you look like Ben Stiller. And then one day he puts him in a movie. Yep. He calls up his old acquaintance from third grade. and He's like, hey, I'm sure you know who I am. I want you to play Derek Zoolander in my prequel. Yeah. Dude, I'm an accountant now. That's OK. Yeah, I'm a fucking CPA. I don't know how to act. It's not going to be a good movie anyway. It's fine. I just want to get a cameo. That's so funny. Well, where can... Uh... Where can our listeners find you guys? Where, where, what are your pluggables? You can, you can always go to waywardraven.com. Apparently, as Alex said, you can go to waywardraven.com forward slash we stuck for the anthology. At waywardraven on Insta, on Twitter, wayward media on Facebook. And you can always uh, hit up Mark at panther pit and tell them how much we suck Thanks. how would hey, do the same for asap but asap <laughs> can draw <laughs> how can they what do they yeah. search for a kickstarter for you to find the kickstarter when it goes live uh it is just uh, for we, we suck, suck in comics <laughs> okay yep, absolutely those will all be included in our you know what i might even make i think our did we put plugs in? We didn't put plugs in, did we? Nope. Send it. No. I'm just going to shoehorn the Wayward Raven plug in here somewhere. Perfect. Nice. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be apt. I, I'm going to have to go back and find out how many times you guys have been on the show, but it is always one of my favorite times. It's just so laid back, and you guys are chill as fuck, so. Dude, we fucking love this doing this, show. You're, Any you're fucking welcome. time you guys Any time. Just an attempted murder. You know, you can. Mm-hmm. All, you need like three a season. <laughs> Never I've a always full that. It's an attempted. <laughs> if you liked yeah. what you heard and you want to do more to help us keep us on the air, since you know we're not going anywhere anyway, uh, go to your favorite <laughs> podcast app, give us five stars, and tell us what your ideal Nick Cage a double feature is. Oh, that's really good. I like that. And if you want to talk to us about Ghost Rider 2 Spirit of Vengeance, you can do so <laughs> on the social medias. All you have to do is check out Geek uh, at GeekCast Live. And Please also- someone get a hold of Rob and chat him up about Ghost Rider 2 Spirit of Vengeance. I don't want to, but I will. Um... <laughs> And you can also check us out at violentpress.com. I made that website.
You did. That's very nice. If you want us to watch Ghost Rider 2, The Spirit of Vengeance, go to <laughs> patreon.com slash geekcast live and back at the tier that makes us watch whatever movie you want us to watch. Um, and if you want us to make a shirt and sell it that has to do with Ghost Rider or Nick Cage or our show, uh, you could buy that shirt over at gcl.threadless.com. It's gcl.threadless.com. Joe, if someone pays us on Patreon a thousand dollars and you watch Spirit of Vengeance, the <laughs> Ghost Rider sequel, instead of The Godfather, I'm going to <laughs> kick you so hard in the shin. It's, <laughs> it's a monthly subscription. I, it's I'll watch uh, I'll watch one movie per month based on uh, that that tier, whatever movie you okay, want. Man. ASAP, Mark, we love you. Thanks for coming on. Enjoy NCC, NYCC. Um, I think yeah. I'm going to have to pencil it in for next year. Absolutely. We'd love to have you guys. So, yeah. Absolutely. Let us know. Let us know. Ooh, maybe we could time it with our ayahuasca trip. Oh, now we're oh. talking. I pay to see that. Hell yeah. Now we're talking. We'd already like be there. Yeah. Man. We're in the spirit world, though. They would be able to talk to us. Yeah. The, the Geek Cast Live New York Comic Con and Ayahuasca Retreat. That's the dream. Oh, shit. <laughs> Fuck Alex Jones. Call your grandparents. Yeah. Fuck Alex Jones. See you in hell. Hey, everyone. Nico here. And as always, we just want to take a minute to thank all those degenerates, ne'er-do-wells, and supporters who make this ill-fated machine stumble to the finish line. We could not do it without you, for better or worse. So thank you, as always, to Danger Johnson, Brandon Rust, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lotta Bartova, Kelly Shuttleward, the Poly Nerds, the K-Man, Quentin Quatrain, my man Dan Shale, Randy the Bang Bus, Bang Bus. Hapless Sam McGillicuddy, Churchill Dowds. I don't know if that's their official website. That might be porn. Rose Rosenstein, Sandy Hornblower. <laughs> that's a Grumpkin's flight right there. That's from, what is that, Charleston? Uh, Pinkert Hagers. We've got Jew Dave, which is Dave the Fish. Girl from Thereaways. Three Finger Emily. We love all of you. Get in on the action. You know where to follow us. If not, Joe will tell you. I'm not reading that name because that's not a real person, but the rest of you are. We love you. Thank you, as always. Check this.